You are tuned in to She's Crowned with Confidence with host Dr. Nicole Steele. This power-packed podcast was designed to remind listeners of who and whose they are and to encourage, equip, and empower them to regain their confidence and reclaim their crown. Are you ready to fully embrace what makes you uniquely you? Gain clarity on what you were created to do and to show up in the world unapologetic and authentic through and through? Well, if so, then this podcast is for you. It's time to regain your confidence and reclaim your proverbial crown that was designed with you in mind. No longer second-guessing the greatness that lies within, but instead stepping all the way into it with newfound clarity, confidence, and courage. So, without further ado, it's time to adjust your crown and sit on down for another inspiring episode of She's Crowned with Confidence. Hey there, welcome to She's Crowned with Confidence. My name is Dr. Nicole Steele, the Confidence Coach, and I am delighted to not only host this confidence cast that's brought to people around the world, but I'm excited to share this platform with other brilliant women. And so in just a moment, I'm going to share my special guests with the world. However, for those that may be tuning in for the first time, maybe you're listening or maybe you're watching us on the screen and those that can see might be wondering, what's with the crown? (laughs) Well, I am glad that you asked. This whole podcast or what I call a confidence cast is part of a larger movement that was birthed with the release of my most recent book, The Tale of Ten Crowns. This book, which came out this year, is really written to inspire ladies, leaders, and little girls and to remind them not only of who they are, but of whose they are. It's my belief that each one of us is gifted and given a crown of confidence when we're young. There are things that each one of us was created to do. (laughs) There's territory that each one of us was designed to conquer. There are gifts and talents and abilities that were placed within each one of us. And it's In my opinion, it's God's desire that we walk in those gifts with confidence. But the reality is life happens. Circumstances, challenges, frustrations, mistakes, failures, all of these things happen in life that can make that crown of confidence shift. (laughs) Or it can also make it become compromised. And instead of wearing a crown of confidence, We can wear other types of crowns during different seasons of our life. We can wear a crooked crown. We can have what's called a crack crown, a crown of comparison. The list goes on and on. And so today I have invited a friend from far away. The the wonderful thing about technology is we're able to use these airways to connect with dynamic women from all around the world. So my guest today is Ms. Ziza Natur. She resides in Romania, 
And boy, does she have an incredible story of how she wears her crown of confidence and wears it well. So without further ado, Ziza, can you share with our listening audience who you are and just a little bit about yourself? Thank you so much for having me, Dr. Nicole. It's a pleasure. And I'm saying hello to everyone who's listening to us. And as you said, I absolutely love technology because now we can connect with everyone from all across the world. And it's a pleasure to be here today. What I do is visibility strategy, just to put it in short. I'm a public speaking coach. I work with other business owners and I help them get more visible, get more visibility opportunities, more speaking, more podcast guesting, and to do it while showing up like themselves. So really embracing their true voice. I'm also a musician and an author. So I've been on stage most of my life for about 23 years. And this is what I do in short. So basically what I do requires a lot of confidence to be seen and to show up in front of audiences. Yes, yes, I love it. You are a multifaceted individual and I can't wait to dive in into all of the different ways that you have allowed confidence to show up on the stage and, and you being your authentic self. But before we go there, I want you to take our listeners back. I have had the pleasure of learning a little bit about your story and how you came into this work, but it took a lot of confidence and courage for you to even jump in this space. So can you share a little bit about that journey? I think it's fascinating. Absolutely. And I would say that the biggest things that happened to me in my life came from taking leaps of faith when I was super scared. So being confident that I will be able to do it, even if I didn't really know what was going to happen from stepping on stage from day one and struggling with stage fright for about 15 years. So I wasn't always confident to step on stage, but I did it against the fear because it was something that I really wanted in my heart to starting the business. When I started the business in 2021, I was basically covered in debt and I had zero dollars in my bank account, zero. But I knew I wanted to start a business and to make an impact with the wealth of knowledge that I had. So what I did was take a loan to hire a business coach because I had no idea how to start an online business. And even if it was incredibly scary because it was a huge loan compared to how much I was earning back then, I've trusted myself that I can make it happen. It was scary and I took this leap of faith into the unknown, but I said, I will find a way. And there's God on my side who, can, who will help me find an even better way than I know right now. So I did all of these things against the fear. And I would say that the biggest achievements came from this place of going forward, even if you feel so, so scared and you have no idea what's going to happen. Yes, yes. Doing it afraid. And I want us to kind of camp out there in just a moment, because I think fear is by far one of the things that steals and robs us, not only of our purpose and destiny, but it can definitely do a do a number on our confidence, you know, so I want to definitely uh, circle back around. But before we do, you said something that I think is really important. And I hope that our listeners today are leaning in. You said when you came to that crossroad back in, was it 2021? Yeah. You, you did have money, you know, you did have money to kind of, you know, chase the vision that God had given you. And that's one thing that stops people. 
those excuses of, you know, I don't have the education, I don't have the money, I don't have the people, I don't, I don't, I don't. But despite that, you said, you know what, I'm going to take a leap of faith and I'm going to invest in myself. And that is another thing that I think it can be a game changer. There are a lot of people who live life trying to figure it out on their own when you can get so much further faster by linking with professionals, with specialists, with people who can add value and give you insight and help you get further faster. So I hope you're listening. If there's somebody out there who's been contemplating or maybe you've been saying I don't know. Take advice from our guest, Ziza. She invested in herself. And so sometimes, I mean, she took a loan. That may be for some people, but investment also means investing, reading, listening to podcasts, taking courses, finding mentors in your life or coaches and consultants, people, wise people who are doing the things that you desire to do. Hone your gifts, hone them, work at them, and make the investment of time in yourself. There's no better return on investment than investing in yourself, (laughs) you know? So Ziza, before we talk again about the courage piece, let's talk about all of those talents that you have. So I hear you are not only a high-rated speaker with 23 years on stage, Uh, But you're a performer, a musician, a host, a group facilitator, and the list goes on. So what came first? It was music. That was the first thing that I started with. It's the thing that I've been doing most of my life. So do you play? Do you sing? You do a combination? Yeah, I'm a vocalist. I also play the piano, but the voice has been my main thing. And this is how I actually started before going online with the business. I was doing voice coaching with people face-to-face and doing some group workshops for theater and improv. And later on, I've transitioned and went with the business globally and expanded towards business owners. So when did you uncover that gift? Were you like, did you know all your life, like when you were little, like, I'm going to sing, I've got the voice, or did you come into it as a young adult? Singing has been a pleasure of mine ever since I was born. I remember when I was three, I would sing with my father in the yard. He was playing the guitar. So it was just something that came natural to me. I was just so happy when I would do it. And nobody actually thought that I could do it professionally. But when I was about seven or eight, my parents noticed that I have a gift. So they've asked me, would you like to learn how to do this professionally? And I said, of course I do. And that's when my path started. That's when I started to go to competitions and take singing classes. And I've been doing it all of my life and I can't see my life without it. And I incorporate all of these lessons into the business as well. And they're so useful. You just cannot imagine how similar the musician life, the stage life, and the business life are. I'm sure. I love the fact that your parents um, asked you the question that, you know, first of all, you discovered the gift yourself. But if there are any parents out there, you know, Ziza, I'm not sure if you're aware, but um, again, I work with ladies, leaders, and little girls. And the little girl piece comes in and through the nonprofit Diamond in the Rough that I happen to be the founder and executive director of. So working with girls between the ages of four and 18 is 
is at the center of my heart. And so not just them, but working with parents is something that I'm passionate about as well. And I encourage parents to cultivate the gifts within your children. You know, sometimes we can see our kids, and I'm a mother of two, but we can see our kids possess these gifts and talents and quirky ways and personality traits and things that may not fit just the regular mold. But there's something about the support that your parents gave you and the push and the encouragement that said, okay, just something you want to do. And they put you in places so you could try out and you could find out. And so what a blessing and gift it is because not many people, not all people have the support of their family in the pursuit of their gifts. So that's a, that's a huge blessing. So it then truly let's, is. yeah, let's fast forward. So how did you, so, so you sang, like you said, all the way up until you had this epiphany in this moment that I want to start the business. What, what was happening at that time in your life? How did you know you wanted to make the transition? Were you inspired by somebody? Did you just wake up with a dream? Like, how did that happen? Yeah, it just hit me in the face. I know I was working in theater back then. So I still had my career as a musician. And I think I had finished my first poetry book. I think it was about to get published. So I was in this creative field. But I felt like something was missing. I felt like I could definitely do something bigger. I wasn't sure what. I kept listening. I started to listen to podcasts from people who have these businesses and share their success stories. And I thought, I would love to start a business, but I just don't know what to do. So I had all of these gifts and all of this knowledge, but I didn't know what to do with it. And I thought that maybe I should take some courses. Maybe I need to learn a new skill. Maybe I can sell some products. Until one day, and I know for sure that this is God sent, whenever I have something like an idea hitting me, I know it's coming from above. I just woke up. I know what I'm going to do. Public speaking. I mean, I know how to do this. And now I wonder what to do in the business. Of course, this is it. And that's how I started. I was very decisive. I knew this is what I wanted to do. I know it's a skill that I already had. I worked with people in person. So I knew I could give them amazing results. And after that, it was like a continuous drive to move forward. It was something that was fueling me, which was way bigger than myself. I love it. I love it. So let's take this conversation and let's turn over to that thing called fear, that four-letter word, that dirty four-letter word, fear. You talked about being able to overcome your fears and doing things even when you're afraid. I can't imagine how many people allow fear to rob them of their destiny, of their future, of their joy, of their purpose. And so how did you get there? I heard you say that there were eight years that you had, you know, fear to, to perform. How did you press past that? And what advice do you give to people who are dealing with that, who are literally paralyzed by fear? How do they overcome that and move into a place of confidence? This is my definition of confidence because sometimes people ask me, what does this mean to me? And I usually like to say that you can measure your level of confidence in those difficult moments when you're scared, when things don't go right. Because when we achieve things, obviously we're confident, we trust ourselves. Oh my God, I did it. But when things don't go well, how much do you trust yourself that you'll be able to figure it out and move forward? 
This is my definition of confidence, trusting yourself that you will find a way to solve that problem in those difficult moments. Mm -hmm. And that trust that comes from within, this is my advice that I would give to everyone. Go within and think about your why. Think about why you're doing this. Is this something that you truly want? Is this something that's coming from your heart and that if you were to eliminate from your life, your life just wouldn't be that great? then you will definitely find a way. Because if there's one thing that never comes back, that's time. You can always make more money. You can always find extra resources. You can always ask for a piece of advice from somebody. Solutions will come. But if you keep waiting, how about time will pass anyway? Mm -hmm. So you can either choose letting time pass in fear for one or two years and still not doing what you want to do or letting time pass and actually getting something out of that time. Because everything else can be recreated and solved in so many different ways. Yeah. I love to to remind people that going back to the gifts and talents that each one of us is, you know, that have been placed within each one of us, um, those gifts are to be given. And so God gave each one of us, he created you with a beautiful voice. He created you with creativity and things that are now you know, translate on stages and help clients and all of that. But each one of us has unique gifts and talents. And if we never push past that fear, those gifts can never be given. It's almost like having in this room gifts for all kinds of people, but I never get the gifts to the people, you know what I mean? And so I think that's one of the saddest things, you know, my purpose partner and I, her name is Dr. Dion Parker. We we have, you know, conferences and webinars and all kinds of things to help people build clarity, confidence, and courage through our the arm of our uh, company, which is called Beyond Brilliant. But we talk about how one of the richest places on earth is the cemetery. I want to say the great, late, late, great Miles Monroe originally brought that to the world. But you think of how, how many people go to their graves with gifts and talents and dreams and books that are unwritten and inventions and cures to diseases and all kinds of things because fear, that dirty four-letter word, paralyzes them and they never can push past that. So... Ziza, let's talk about the clients that you work with. What kind of clients come to you and how do you help them overcome and kind of change their mindset and 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 do things differently so they can get different results? How do you do that? Most of the people whom I work with are women and they are expert business owners. They're very good at what they do. They've put a lot of work into learning their skills and they want to leave a legacy through their work. They want to make sure that their message is spread out. So they're looking for more opportunities to speak, to guest on podcasts. But right now they're they're kind of blocked because on one hand, they don't know exactly how to do it. But on the other hand, they don't see themselves as prepared yet. So they keep thinking, well, maybe I'm not expert enough. Maybe I still need to learn before I show myself to the world. And this is something that we always work on because I find it a paradox. It's like, the more you know, the more you think you don't know anything. 
And when we start to actually walk through all of the things that they know and the incredible transformation that they provide for their clients, because most of them are coaches and consultants and some of them are service providers, they realize, okay, I have this wealth of knowledge. And then when when I ask them about that fear, what do you think is going to happen if you do start to show up? Well, maybe people will realize that I'm not that good. Maybe they'll realize that I'm a fraud. So this is the imposter syndrome and it shows up with every everyone. I mean, it happens to me all the time and I'm experienced and sometimes I think maybe this isn't helpful to people. Maybe I'm just not doing the right thing. It comes up in all stages of our development. Yes. But when this thing comes up, I usually advise people to, to start to doubt their self-doubt and think, okay, what's going to happen? Let's think about that worst case scenario. So what if this happens? What's the worst thing that can happen? Somebody's going to tell you, oh, you're not that good of an expert and blah, blah, blah. Not everyone will understand what you do. Not everyone will resonate with what you do. And the truth is it will not kill you. Literally, if it doesn't kill you, you can always move forward and improve and show up better the next time. I've had so many situations when I've embarrassed myself with a poor performance and I felt awful. But then I just regrouped, I thought about what I did, and I created a better version of it. Unless we make mistakes, we won't be able to make progress. It's like that first pancake, you know, it's a little bit messy, but we need it to be able to create this beautiful stack of pancakes after. So all of these first attempts, stop putting pressure on yourself that you need to get it perfectly. You won't be able to do it perfectly from the first try. Just use that first one as an experiment to see what's not working and then improve as you move forward. But if you don't get started, there is no way you can grow. That's so true. In uh, in my book, uh, one of the crowns that I talk about, one of the compromised crowns is the crown of control. And it reminds me of the perfectionist, which I, in all honesty, Ziza, I'm a, um, what do I call it? Recovering perfectionist. I'm the same. <laughs> And so I think about, you know, what you said and the things that halt people, I think really attacking head on, what's the worst thing that can happen? And again, if it's not death, if it's not the destruction of your loved ones, if it's not, you know, something major like that, then go, go forward. I love Joyce Myers. Joyce Myers is somebody that I followed for years. Um, and she has this phrase that she's coined, it's do it afraid. And I think people wait for the nervousness, the fear, the anxiety to, to be gone before they want to make a move. But if you're waiting for that, you will be waiting forever. Because <laughs> yeah, because it the, works the, the other way around. <laughs> exactly. You you step out confidently. You do it afraid. You do it shaking in your boots. But all that's required of us is to do it in excellence to the best of your ability. And so when you think about your journey and you getting wise counsel and coaching services and people who could help you make a plan and develop your plan. But once you, you've done that, you do it. You jump out there. And like you said, the more that you do it, the more confident you'll become. I'm sure the first time you grab that microphone versus now, you grabbing the microphone on all kinds of different stages. It's like night and day. But just imagine if you had never reached out and grabbed the microphone that very first time we wouldn't be sitting here today, you know? So I'm so grateful that you've been able to take 
your personal journey and not just use those gifts for the world, but now you're able to help other women do the same. So as we get ready to close these, how can people get in touch with you? How can they follow you? How can they learn? Can we talk just real quick about all of the things that you do? Like, so if we've got listeners around the world, how, what, what, what is all the things that Ziza offers and how can they get plugged in? What I do in terms of support, I have two big programs and they support business owners in two different levels of their growth. So it's either women who are looking to grow their visibility outside social media. They want to land more speaking opportunities, more podcast guesting, maybe some appearances in the press. They want to learn how to pitch. So it's basically do-it-yourself PR. They get the sense of independence and they learn how to deliver those talks. So they're, let's say, if you want to call it when they start their the rosebud and then they open up halfway. And then when they work with me privately, they're able to open themselves fully. So after they've went through this entry level program, then they can grow even bigger, they can hold energetically a huge stage, and they can really position themselves as an icon in the industry. This is how I work with people. And they can find me on social media. If they search for me on Instagram, my handle is the underscore voice of power, or they can email me ziza at thevoiceofpower.net. And I'm always curious to see your takeaways from the shows, or if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. Excellent. Excellent. So if you have caught this confidence cast on video, you can check the links below because we're going to put them down here so you can connect with her directly. And listen, you may not have a need for her services, but I'm sure you know somebody else who does. Somebody who is, it sounds like Ziza, it's someone who's already, it's an emerging business person or maybe even an aspiring one that's ready to take their business to the next level. Do like my guest did, invest in yourself. Go ahead and take advantage of her services, of my services, of people who've already gone out. They've got the scars, they got the, but they also got the framework of what works and what doesn't work. So Ziza, thank you so much for joining us on She's Crowned with Confidence. Thank you for wearing your crown, your, your crown of confidence with such grace and beauty. And I wish you the con continued success in the incredible work that you're doing and look forward to staying connected. All right. Thank you so much, Dr. Nicole, and to everyone who's listening. And I wish the same to you and to everyone. Thank you. you guys, take care. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to She's Crowned with Confidence with Dr. Nicole Steele, the Confidence Coach. This Confidence Cast has been brought to you in part by Diamond in the Rough Youth Development Program and Gym Makers LLC. For more information on this podcast, previous episodes, programs, or products, simply visit she'scrownwithconfidence.com or therealnicolesteel.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at TheRealNicoleSteel. Thank you.